Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley, and with me is Derek Specht. Hello. Busy week, man. Busy, <laughs> busy. Week. It has been. If it was busy for fun stuff, I'd be happy with it. <laughs> but it hasn't been. No, it hasn't been. It has not been. Uh, I was supposed to be heading up. Well, we had John Van Berger from the Outdoor Kind on yes. last week. Yes. And the plan was he was spending a couple of days at your place. Yep. And it was we, an awesome, he's an awesome house guest. He is. It was nice having him there. And we all went out. A bunch of us got together and uh, we posted a picture. We went out for uh, a couple of beverages oh, and some yeah, wings yeah, yeah. the yeah, night yeah, after yeah. he was on the show. Yeah. Who was there? David Lee, the passionate paddler. Scott Man Camping. Alan Drummond. Alan Drummond from Kingdom Outdoor. Kingdom Outdoor. There was the two of us. Yeah. There was um, uh, Dwayne from the camping family. Yes. One, so Dwayne... Seven of us, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's seven of us. Yeah. Yeah. The terrible seven. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we all went out for, for wings and, and a couple of beers and had a good time. And um, I <laughs> I know the people around us were kind of, what is wrong with those guys? <laughs> we were laughing and hooting. Oh, you and saw. We had a great time. You saw a dude in the background of the picture I posted on our Facebook page. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was he like. He did not look. He was like, hey. You're blowing my witness protection program. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if he was in witness protection and was worried or he was, because I saw his wife sitting there and she did not look happy. So I'm thinking he saw us having a great time and thinking, man, if they I want to go sit with if them, they, if they just look my way, wave and waggle a beer, <laughs> I'm, I'm over there. I'm in, I'm in like Flynn, yeah. but we didn't look, we didn't wave a beer. And he stayed with his wife. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, just look at the picture of the dude in the back. You can't miss him. You can't miss him. It's on our Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And that, so that weekend, or this past weekend, uh, the deal, he went up to Mew Lake to do some winter camping. Yep. Camper Christina was up there as well. Uh, and they were waiting for me on Saturday. I had my truck packed, <laughs> all ready to go. All I had to do was wake up, get dressed, and I was out the door. Best laid plans and all. <laughs> Unfortunately, Mr. Diggity Dog yep. decided he was going to get sick and uh, ended up uh, having to spend the weekend uh, looking after him because, you know, everybody else was working. Yeah. And I'm the only one that wasn't working. <laughs> somebody has to watch it all. So somebody had to stay and, and watch uh, watch him. Well, when I came in tonight, he looks like he's doing better. He is doing better. He's not eating as much as he should be. Uh, so that kind of annoys us. Uh, even we're putting all these different, yeah. you know, stuff that we know he will eat. Well, how old uh, is he now? He'll be 13 in May. Wow. So he's 12 and a half. For a big dog, that's uh Yeah. He, well, he's we didn't, elderly. He is. He's having his seniors moments. Uh, he's, he's get you, you can definitely tell he's slowed down. He's getting older and whatnot. We didn't think he was going to make it to past 10 cause he had a whole bunch of, when, when he was 10, he had a whole bunch of medical things just all of yeah. a sudden boom. And we, we thought we were, we were going to lose him at 10. So the fact that we've got two and a half extra years out of him, <laughs> we're, we're more than happy. Yeah. You know, like, like he's a good dog. no one wants, no one wants to lose, especially a dog like that. You know, he's got the character all of yeah. himself. He's. 
He's a jerk. Well, I often wonder when, <laughs> every week when I come here, I often wonder, should I be ringing the bell? Because he just gets all riled up and barking and barking. I'm thinking. Yeah, but he sits on t- a chair and barks at you. He doesn't, he's, <laughs> he doesn't even get up. He's so lazy. He won't even get out of the chair to come to the door and bark at you. I just don't want to be responsible for giving him a heart attack. <laughs> He's just barking for the sake of bark. <laughs> the other night, um, he went outside. He doesn't bark when he's outside a lot unless he wants back in. But he's at the back of the yard and he's barking. Yeah. And then there's another dog, like about four or five houses down, starts barking. And there's another dog across <laughs> from him starts. The three of them are having this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> They're just barking away. So I'm on my back <laughs> patio. It's like minus five out. And then I see the person about a few houses down. They're out on their back patio. Yeah. <laughs> calling their dog. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, dog. Yeah. Hunter started this little little thing going up and down the uh, the neighborhood. So, yeah, he's, he's uh, I don't know if it was just a virus or something, but we're, you know, just told to keep an eye on him. And, you know, if he, if he gets uh, any any worse and head on over to the vet there and yeah. have him looked at. But, um yeah, I think he's just, he's hes old. He seems happy, though. Yeah? Oh, yeah, he's always happy, and that tail's always he gets, wagging. The whole couch is his. Oh, the whole couch is his. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, God forbid. Yeah. And Well, he's gotten this thing now, is, is and he's never really been a lap dog. Yeah. But you're sitting in the chair, and the chair's big enough for one person. Mm-hmm. And he's done it with my son, and he's done he did it with me on the weekend. He just looks at you. Like, I want to sit there. <laughs> you're in my spot. And then you're like, yeah, I've had him do that to me. Yeah. There's there's the couch and there's the love seat, dude. Like, he he kind of he doesn't even turn his head towards you. He just looks at you out of the corner of his eye. He looks yeah. at you. It's like, and I felt guilty. It's like, am I in his spot? <laughs> <laughs> How bad is that when the dog is making you feel guilty and he's not even looking at yeah. you? It's just his presence, yes. right? He's standing yeah. right there. He's got it to an art form. <laughs> So I, I didn't move. I moved my butt over and he climbed right up, curled up next to me. Yeah. And just like, this was on, uh, I guess, Sunday when he really wasn't feeling all that well still. And I just curled up and fell asleep and you're like, oh, what a, he's, he's <laughs> <laughs> what a suck, you know? So, uh, but no, he's, he is, he is feeling better and uh, not a hundred, definitely not a hundred percent. And he's not eating as much as he should, that sort of, so I, I'm still, we're, you know. Kind of worried about that sort yeah. of thing, but I mean, you give him snacks and stuff, and he gets picky with his food too. Oh yeah, yeah. He's because he's on people food because he has all these food allergies, and uh, so he gets what chicken, he gets yogurt, he gets carrots, and he gets a little bit of canned dog food. So it's more people food than than dog food. Yeah. There's days I look at his bowl and I'm thinking, dude's eating better than me. <laughs> well, I was in when I came in what last week. I was like. What's with the mini carrots or the... the yeah. The <laughs> yeah, the little mini baby carrots. Yeah. Yeah. He loves those. <laughs> so if, 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 if anything out of that bowl, he'll eat the baby carrots <laughs> and the chicken. He likes yogurt. I don't know a dog that like, but you know, he's a vegetarian. Yeah. Like if we, if we're peeling carrots or we're peeling apples or, uh, or yeah. what, well, yeah, broccoli stems, all that sort of, yeah. He, yeah. Awesome. What a weird dog. <laughs> but... You know, hey, we know how to pick them. That's yeah. all I'm saying. So, yeah, so unfortunately, I did not get up to Mule Lake to yes, do some winter camping. Yes, you missed the weekend. I, my truck's I, still packed. I didn't go up I either. I'm so ticked off. My truck is still <laughs> packed. 
I have not unpacked my truck. I'm going up at the end of the month, so I'm just going to leave my truck packed. <laughs> Screw Ready you, to go. People. That's right. Hey, when do, what do you got to do to pack your truck? Nothing. It's packed. It's been packed for a month. I'm ready to go. <laughs> just hop in the truck. Go. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, you know, I was, I was rather annoyed, but well, I don't even know if annoyed's the word. I was, I was, yeah, I was annoyed. Shut up. <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> Damn dog. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, I was a bit annoyed that I, you know, I had to cancel the whole weekend because I was looking to get up there and, and see John and, yeah. and Christina and that. And well, I saw that they had, uh, remember what, was it two episodes ago we were talking about uh, infringement on animal, you know, getting oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so they, they have pictures of that pine marten. Oh, the pine marten, yes. And, so and it Algonquin. was standing on its hind legs posing for them. Yeah, and right through like, their sight. What's going on? This yeah. thing is way too human friendly. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's got, yeah, and there's two of them there. Oh, yeah? Yeah, there's two of them there. Yeah, they're, they've gotten way too friendly now. So it's, uh, yeah, a, b- a bit of an issue, I'm thinking, but have to keep an eye on it. Hopefully nothing happens. Um, what else? Oh, I was talking with, uh, I, I, was tra- I was looking into some of the stuff. I had a little conversation. Ao Yui Tok National Park. Took National Park? Way, way up on Baffin Island. Okay, yes. They have barrels, apparently, every 30 or so kilometers. Yeah. And if you are up that way, it's, it's oh, preferred, yeah, 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 yeah. especially if you're taking a yeah. dog, Yes. that you are to scoop your poop. Yeah. And, and that was a whole be- basis of the, the conversation was, you took your dog up there and never... You know, you what do you, what do, you do? You just like let them yeah, middle what do you of winter, do? What right? Happens? And, and uh, what if so you have a sled dog team? Yeah. So they say apparently he's he's saying that uh, apparently Jim yeah, Jim Baird yeah Jim Baird he uh, look for him in the Explore Explorer yes. did an yes. article on he him. he just did his article on uh, his Baffin crossing just, oh, and that's what that's what prompted yeah. the conversation. Yeah. yeah. I said, how many people asked you about did you stoop and scoop? Just because of. The whole the whole thing with this uh, baby, it's cold outside song. Yes, <laughs> everybody's all of a sudden jumping on that and hammering yeah. it. And I'm thinking, you know what? I'm looking at this article, and and just because we're thinking of everybody just jumping on things like this. Yeah. How many people jumped on you asking you, did environmentalists not? Did you scoop your poop? Did you stoop and <laughs> scoop after your dog? You know. And he says, actually, there's a rule that says you have to. Yeah. And every 30 kilometers or so, they have these barrels that you're supposed to throw your doggy bags into. Or your bags and, into. Well, and, that's, and they say it's 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 not really um, like for people stuff, like people waste in that. Mm-hmm. People stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> for people stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really a, a, a rule per se. It's if you can do it, do it. Yeah. But, please help us out. Yeah. Because up there, nothing biodegrades as fast, right? Yeah. Because the, so, the cold temperatures. Yeah, with those environments and stuff, things just last many, many more decades. Well, yeah, than... and they freeze, right? You yeah. get little poo statues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. how, how long will my poop last in the Arctic? How These many are things pe- that I want to know. Inquiring minds want to know. How many people are visualizing a poo statue yeah. right now? Yeah. <laughs> See that poo stash? That was mine from five years ago. <laughs> hey, look, somebody put googly eyes on it. <laughs> googly eyes. It looks like my little emoticon. 
<laughs> so anyway, yeah. So we had the chat with him, and he's saying, "Yeah, they, they have these barrels every yeah. thirty kilometers, so that you're supposed to dump in." And he says they are disgusting. <laughs> so who draws the short straw <laughs> and has to go empty them bad boys? Oh, can you imagine? Could you imagine be the he's uh, and, and of course Jim saying he's probably one of the national park guys. Yeah, you'd have, have to, to show up it. on a skidoo and have a big uh, sled behind you with all like empty or full drums. <laughs> So what's on tap today, boss? Well, Phil, today you're taking the skidoo with the poo barrel. (laughs) No. Yes, Phil, you drew the short straw. I'm sorry. Here's the keys to the skidoo. (laughs) You know the drill. Yeah. Quite the trek, eh? Hauling a big, fully loaded drum all the way back, loaded with... I can't say they do it very often. Well, even Jim was saying, like, they don't have dogs go through very often. I mean, Buck is a, a bit of a unique dog. Human deposits too. Yeah, right? I, I don't think a lot of people do it because even I was, I was looking up for information on yeah. all of this, and um, even still, like they're they're saying, like if if you're out in the middle of the park and you, yeah, you know, leave it uncovered. Yes, because it doesn't biodegrade as yeah. as fast, so the sun and the air and all that's going to help it biodegrade. It'll help things on yeah. its way. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but. <laughs> You know, that was, these are the conversations I have, my friend. <laughs> so, tell me about your poop. <laughs> these are things I want to know. Inquiring minds. <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know. So, your dog Buck, yes, did he poop? <laughs> what did you do with his poop? <laughs> I don't care about your trip. What did your dog do? <laughs> dog do. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I need to get out more. So. <laughs> but, you know, people do want to know that. Well, you right? know what? And this is just something that just, I just looked at the picture and I'm, I'm seeing a picture of Buck and he's out on this ice and yeah, see the mountains. Yeah, yeah. Gorgeous, gorgeous shot. Absolutely gorgeous Oh, I know. Shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, and I, I was looking through, I, I leafed through his article. I didn't, I, I read it, but I haven't read the actual production one because yeah. there's, you know, so he wrote his up and then obviously they're going to have editors look at it and stuff. So I was looking at his pictures and, and so the, the pictures that come up are pretty amazing. So it shows his, uh, I saw one of them where it shows his tent and then it shows the uh, snow wall behind it. And so yeah. he says, Oh, you built an igloo. He says, no, I, I built Just a wind, wind shelter because I couldn't put my tent up yeah. without the wind shelter. <laughs> yeah, that happened a couple times. Because the wind was like, yeah, he he actually had some concerns because the wind got so hard and heavy that he was unable to put the tent up until he built a snow wall, so that he had the leeway of the wall to put the tent up. It's like I can't imagine, like that's yeah. a, that's quite some that's some seriously harsh conditions. It, it was, it was. But then you get these bright sunshiny days, total blue sky. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The ice is just <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Jealousy, let me tell you. Uh, so, <laughs> so I'm just looking at the picture. I'm thinking, I bet you people have jumped all over him asking, "Yeah, what did you did you stoop and scoop?" Well, you know, I think no. I used to wait till it froze and <laughs> played hockey up and down. <laughs> <laughs> poop box. I I think when it comes to questions like that, there's uh, people will tend to ask inexperienced or newbies that question. Whereas people who are more experienced, they tend not to ask. Because they know if they've been there and stuff like yeah, that, right? Yeah. So <laughs> it's just something I'm looking like. Yeah. I bet you. So tell people, me. Tell me about yeah, your dog poo yeah. situation. You know, well, there's been other dog stories which we won't get into, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else is <laughs> happening? S'mores. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah, posted yeah. a picture and instructions on how I make s'mores. There's a, a an Algonquin Park group on Facebook. You didn't even segue into that. You just changed topics. Well, I got, I got a ton of things to go through here. <laughs> I just got to keep moving. And we're going to actually be getting back to the Baird Brothers. Okay. Um, I got a whole list of stuff here. Yeah. Because we, we've... We make this list and we print it off. This is what we're going to talk about. This is what we're going to talk about. This is what we're going to talk about on the show. And we print it off and we go through it. So when you're hearing this, yeah, that's us looking at our papers. But then when we're talking about it, oh yeah, we got to write. And I write all these notes down. So I got all these notes. And then what we're actually going to talk about, <laughs> well, you know. So s'mores. <laughs> we're segueing into s'mores now. Yes. I posted a picture of how I make s'mores because I don't have the time or patience. Yeah. And, I mean, I'll make a marshmallow. I'll make a roasted marshmallow. So you take your graham cracker, you put your roasted marshmallow, you put the chocolate, you put another graham cracker on top, and you wait eight days for that (laughs) chocolate to melt. Because, you know, if I want to eat solid chocolate, then I'm just going to eat solid chocolate. That marshmallow, in my experience, is never, ever, 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 ever been hot enough to melt that chocolate. I agree. So, I posted a picture, and my kids were just, dude, that's cheating. I don't care. I'm making nine s'mores all at once. Yeah. I get, because they have those uh, aluminum, big aluminum turkey pans you can get at the, the grocery store. Yes. They usually sell them in, in twos. So I guess one's for the turkey, one's for the, the stuffing, or both of them are for stuffing. I don't yeah. care. I'm not proud. Um, <laughs> so I take one of those and I put nine, because that's what it fits, nine graham crackers. Mm-hmm. I cut a marshmallow in half, lay two, the two halves on one cracker. So I got nine marshmallows cut in half, laying on nine crackers. I take a couple of pieces of the chocolate, the usually the Hershey or Jersey yep. milk. Yep. Lay them on top. Mm-hmm. So that's nine pieces of, or I guess eighteen squares of chocolate. Yeah. Then I put another graham cracker on top. That's how a s'more is made. You put that over <laughs> the fire. And because these turkey pans are sold in twos, <laughs> you, have a you cover. throw the other one on top upside down to like a cover. And then you just wait for a bit because those, everything's getting hot inside and yeah. you peek in every so often. And then eventually you pull it off, you take the lid off and inside you have nine s'mores with the marshmallow All fully ready to go. melted, the chocolate fully melted. And you just pick up a square and you go, oh, schmorly goodness. <laughs> All done. No muss, no fuss. Messy as hell. <laughs> well, so, I would I would add to this. Yes, because you've tried my trick. I, I did your trick. Uh, you gave me directions. You told me what to do. And I tried that this summer. And there's a key thing that I discovered that is important that you left out in all of your directions. Which, which I will add, when you were at home. <laughs> no, 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 And you're sitting around no. the kitchen table and you serve dinners fresh from the oven. No, don't bring logic or, or intelligence into this. <laughs> there was no smarticle particles involved in this. You saw s'mores. You grabbed a s'more. I did. And you waited a moment. While I was the- able to hold it in my hand because the Graham crackers. Don't, don't get blistering they hot. They don't get blistering hot. Like say, I don't know, maybe 
melted marshmallow does. Yes, like and well, melted chocolate precisely. does. So the problem was, is I bit into it, and the marsh the the roasting hot lava like marshmallow attached itself to the roof of my mouth and stayed there and stayed there until I could not get it off. I was running around and I I didn't have anything on me to throw water down my throat. So, uh, I lost the entire layer of the roof of my mouth sloughed right off. It's just, I had a layer of skin come off the next day. And your kids are looking at you going, oh my God, (laughs) how did you make it through your day? How did you get to be as old as you are, dad? I was able to Did hold mom it. dress you today, Dad? I didn't Dad? think it was that hot because I was able to hold it in my hand. <laughs> uh, yes, beware. They yeah. do get hot. Yeah. You know, when they're all melty and bubbly like that <laughs> kind of denotes. Like, However, like it was a, it was a little a, asterisk <laughs> thing on there. Warning, maybe hot. <laughs> but it was a, like a moment of panic. It's like, what do I do? <laughs> Can't spit it out because it's it stuck. It was stuck <laughs> to the roof of my mouth. But it was good, wasn't it? <laughs> well, not the burning part. <laughs> I had trouble tasting for a few days. <laughs> How does it taste? <laughs> no, 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 work. <laughs> I can't feel my yes. tongue. I, I learned a lesson that day. <laughs> yeah, your kids will laugh at you when you're in pain. That's the lesson yes, you learned. Yes. So, yeah. so I, I posted this picture. I mean, my kids were just like, oh, that is that is cheating. And it's like, okay, well then I'll just eat these nine. Yes. Here's your stick and your marshmallow. Go make your own. <laughs> the chocolate chunks are yeah. over there. There's some grand crackers over there. And when you're done your one and I'm done my nine, <laughs> we'll talk. So I posted that picture and a couple of people were like, dude, that's like that's ingenious. brilliant. One guy's like, golf clap. <laughs> I'm like... Ah. This is just like natural things that come to me. And I'm yeah. thinking people are thinking I'm some sort of rocket scientist someday. How can I create, how can I improve the efficiency of this product? How can I be lazier than, <laughs> <laughs> okay, all I got to do is sit in front of a fire with a stick. How can I be lazier than that? <laughs> than that. I got it. <laughs> Let me get a pan. <laughs> just throw it in a pan. Taking, I just taking laziness My to that job next done level. Here. That's right, next level, baby. You might not out lazy you any day of the week. So, so yeah, s'mores. Try that. <laughs> if you go to Algonquin Park on the Facebook groups, join in there, and yeah, uh, yeah, it's there, and you'll see, you'll, you'll see. It's actually, oh, and yeah. But as much as everybody complains, that that's cheating. Com, 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 yeah, com. they'll Dude, eat it. Com, com. You're cheating. <laughs> yeah, cheaters. Yeah, I don't care. Whatever. I'm good with that. I'm yeah. good with that. No regrets, baby. <laughs> Paddling Film Festival's coming up. We got notification. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The 2019 yeah. Paddling Film Fest is going to be In coming up. March. March. We're going to be around St. Patty's Day. We always do it the Tuesday after St. Patty's Day. Okay. St. Patty's is on a Sunday this year, which will make this, which is the 17th, which will make it the 19th. Tuesday, the 19th of March. Yeah. Uh, I know Tuesday kind of sucks because it's in the week, but Fridays and Saturdays yeah. at this bar are always. Yes. And they, I mean, if you, if you, anybody that's been to, to our uh, event last, uh, last year, uh, we've got these big 10 foot screen TVs or six oh, of them yeah. all around the bar. There is not yeah. a bad seat in the it's house. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. everybody just walks into this place and going, you gotta be kidding. It's just <laughs> nonstop TV. Yeah. Like, TVs, the, the whole walls are TV. Yeah. 
you know, they were they were fantastic. It was, it was absolutely fantastic. And we ended up with about 80 people again last year. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, keep your eye out on our uh, Facebook page and our Twitter, all our social media, and do it. we'll be posting stuff about that. I think there's actually a YouTube video we did last year. Is it on um, YouTube or did we post it on our Facebook? I think we posted it on Facebook, didn't we? I can't remember. Yeah, it's probably just on our Facebook thing. Yeah. But it, show, it shows. Yeah. If, if you check out our Facebook Yeah, we did videos. the walkthrough and I think we had yeah. hockey playing at the time or something. Yeah, yeah. I think the Leafs were playing or something yeah. like that. Losers. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think there was a Leaf game on the TV. Yeah. Somebody in Boston or something. Pittsburgh yeah. or something. Uh, you look at these big TVs that are there and it's like, yeah, just watching like, what are they, six feet tall by 10 feet wide? I, I think or, they're eight foot screens. They're eight, foot eight, by ten. they're eight or 10 foot screens. It's, it's, it's projection, front projection, yeah. whatever. They're massive. And there's like six or eight yeah. screens. Around. It's a nice little pub. Yeah, it's, it really is. It really is. Yeah. It's downstairs and mm-hmm. no one else gets in the way. Yeah. We just watch paddling films. I've yet to cool. hear complaints about paddling film fest. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I haven't heard a single one. Yeah. No, everybody had a great time. Yeah. Yeah. And if you were from, and why does somebody from Peterborough ring a bell? Uh, somebody the, left a scarf there last year. Oh, you, yeah, I think we still have that. I here. still have that scarf. Yeah. I'm going to bring it. Yeah. And who was here last year from Peterborough? Did you lose a scarf? Yes. All right. $10, you can have it back. Yeah. <laughs> Storage fee. <laughs> Storage for you, my basement. Yeah. Yeah, we've held on to this. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. This has been touched by 150 people. <laughs> when guests come to our studio, we make them wear it. Yeah. You don't know who's worn that scarf. <laughs> could be could be the Pope, could be the Queen, yeah. could be the Prime Minister. Well, you, you don't actually know. should have been doing that. I know, eh? Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Taking pictures. Yes. Just give them pictures of people wearing their yeah. scarf. <laughs> here's your scarf and here's, yeah. here's 74 pictures. <laughs> that would have been awesome. So, yeah. So, keep your ears out. All our social media will be posting about that. It's, it's, it's a pretty good time. Yes. Uh, the, just the films and, like I say, the, the environment. You go and grab some wings or whatever and yeah. a couple of drinks with your friends. And it's a nice midweek night out. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah, like I say, I mean, as much as I'd love to have it on a Friday or Saturday, unfortunately, it's the type of bar with it's, screens like that. Yeah, it's, it's hot. Too busy, yeah. You're not going to be hockey, and they have bar, they have uh, bands, live bands that play there, yeah, and all that. So absolutely. Unfortunately, we're kind of stuck with the Tuesday yeah. night thing. But still, I mean, for a Tuesday to get eighty to hundred people out, that's I know. pretty pretty cool. Yeah. You know. And what else? Oh, let's get back to the Bairds, Jim Baird and Ted Baird, the Baird brothers. Be alive is a Facebook uh, page, and they have these videos. And uh, yeah, don't look for it. I'm just. Writing all this stuff. <laughs> I'm looking at my script here. It's like, this isn't yeah. on my script. <laughs> he hasn't even started on the script yet. He's, going, he's on his own. Like, I'm just, you could have gone and had a dump or something, buddy. <laughs> just going on my own here. Uh, the Bear, Be Alive is a uh, page on um, Facebook here. Yeah. And uh, they show different videos and stuff like that. Well, Jim and Ted Bear did... Uh, a big trip through Tomogamy and they've broken oh, it yeah, down yeah, yeah, yeah. into all these episodes and they're they're throwing up all these episodes. So every Wednesday in December, they're throwing up episodes. Yes. So episode three, because they threw up two in um, November. So episode three came out this Wednesday, yesterday, yeah. Wednesday. And uh, episode four will come out next Wednesday, then the following, the following that sort of deal. So... And it just follows them through their, their trip and their 
their portages and all that sort of stuff. But it uh, was it a two week trip through Tomogamy. I I don't know how long it took them. Yeah, I don't know why I'm blanking on that one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, swamp flies and double rainbows. It was episode uh, three. Baird Brothers Backcountry Adventures test their skills. And yeah, they're talking about, in, I, I watched today's episode, episode three, and they actually pull up to the side of the river and they get into the little swampy bit there and they're pulling out some uh, cattails and they're opening up the, the you know, the top oh, okay. part. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you used yeah. to have yeah. cattail fights yeah. and you beat the crap out of each other yeah. and they explode. The fluff and, going everywhere. Yeah, fluff. And they're saying, you know, you can take some of that and pack it down into a little uh, thing of birch bark and you can put a coal in there and it'll keep smoldering all day oh, really? and then you can at the end of the day you put it and you start a new fire sort of thing oh, that sort there of you stuff, go right so i remember we talked about uh that as a potential food source in one of our yeah. episodes well then they actually say when you pull up the whole root system yeah and he's peeling back and and uh ted's sitting there saying you know it's just like uh sugar cane yeah and he's eating it oh okay, and he's yeah. showing it yeah. yeah you can eat this and it, it's, it's just like you know the same consistency of sugar cane sort yeah. of thing and it, you can get your nutrition and stuff like that from as it. I, as I recall, we talked about uh, about the, the root system and yep. the sugarcane thing. And we also talked about potential of making flour out of the... Uh, the, the that's what they the say as well. Yeah. yeah, that's what, that's what yeah. they're saying at different times Baked of year. bread or... Yeah. yeah. So he they actually show some of that stuff. And they're showing like mushrooms and stuff. And, yep. and what, Really, really cool to see that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're going through as they're on their trip and, and, and doing that sort yeah. of thing. And it's cool because, um, you know, they're, if they're taking a wrong turn or something like that, and they're like, well, I don't know if we're finding stuff you actually see that actually happen on some trips. Yes. You know, like, I mean, not in Algonquin because everything, I mean, portage and that are marked so well through yeah. there. But, yeah. You can't you know, go wrong. Yeah. When you're going to places that aren't necessarily marked and yeah. you're hunting for the flags and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, so check, go to, go to the Be Alive uh, Facebook page and you'll see their, their videos there and, and definitely check them out the Baird brothers. And, uh, like I say, episode three's out, uh, yesterday. So check those out. What else we got here? Our YouTube channel. Yes. We talked about our YouTube channel. We have like yeah. three yeah, look at that. videos Top of your page now. now, buddy. You're, 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 you're involved now. So we, <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're on script <laughs> now. We're on script now. Uh, we put our Tobamori shipwreck paddle on you yes. because I didn't realize when I put that up there, I just put it on Facebook. Yeah. You only put it on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we had, we had, we, we, we put up the, the video of, um, us stand up paddle boarding yes. with Makai paddle surf. We were out with, uh, with, with Warren and, uh, John, uh, we put that up there on YouTube and then we put, I said, Oh, I didn't realize this wasn't up there. So I put up our day out, uh, paddling the shipwrecks in Tobomori. Yes. Right. We were kayaking that day. That was a good day. And that was, that was a, that was a great day. It was awesome day. Yeah. Uh, so I put that up on there and that, you can go see that. And like I say, the fact that my GoPro is underwater and yeah. picking up the wrecks and stuff like that. That was, that was pretty cool. And I was the there day. after that trip, I was there about five oh, that's right. and a half. Yeah. I was there six weeks later scuba diving. Yeah, that's right. That's so right. I was there for a week scuba diving with guys at work. Which is pretty cool. It, it was an awesome week. Yeah. yeah, it was so yes. we and I remember when we were kayaking, we paddled right by the dock where I was going to be staying. Yep. So we got to see that. So and so the the areas that we, so by the lighthouse, I scubed over there. Uh, by the docks where the uh, the cottages were, I dove there. We went to a couple locations, right? Really nice area to scuba dive and kayak. What what a beautiful place! But I tell you, 
<laughs> the water's cold. Oh, yes. Oh, it's cold. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a really nice area. And like I say, the, you, you just go online and you research where all the wrecks are and, and stuff like that. And they found they found another one or two this year. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I, there was at least one. I hadn't heard They actually that. found a new wreck. Yeah. You figure, like, <laughs> the amount of people up there. Yeah. She'll be able to find them all by well, now. Like, oh, yeah. Well, that was not one on the map, and I guess they huh. were doing some stuff. Like, yeah, this one's never been cool. found. So that's pretty cool. Huh. Uh, the other one we did, we just put up there, and we did our first vlog. Yes. We, we recorded this one back in May. It took you long enough. Yeah, I know. Eh? <laughs> uh, we actually recorded it on National Caesar Day, yeah. which I think was May 17th. Okay. And yeah, you know what? One thing just led to another, led to another, yeah. led to another, led to another. But we had Scott Robinson from mancamping.ca on. Yeah. And the main thing we wanted to do was, he was talking about these uh, pocket cocktails. And he said, well, come on, I'll, we'll go through these pocket cocktails here and and show you what they are because there are these drinks you can take in the backcountry. And uh, I think you still all have all his booze that he brought here. Oh, not all of it. No? <laughs> still have the bourbon? Uh, I think there's maybe an inch left in that bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Vodka? In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Oh, man. Gone. <laughs> Gone. It has passed. And uh, yeah, so he, he wanted to talk about these pocket uh, cocktails we did. So we did the little video. We set everything up and figured, oh, well, we'll try one of these vlog video log things yeah. and uh, set up the camera and there was a couple of glitches and whatnot along the way and got through all that. Yeah. Didn't really, yeah, didn't really uh, make that big of a difference, but yeah, we talked about those and we had a few drinks and a few more and a couple more and <laughs> there was alcohol involved. What, 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 what was the beginning of the, uh, the video say, yes, alcohol was involved. No animals were harmed in the making of this <laughs> film. <laughs> And there may have been aliens or extraterrestrials involved, but our lawyers have advised us not to comment. <laughs> <laughs> and we were not wearing pants while doing this video. Yes. And yeah, so we talked, and then we talked about man camping and, you know, .ca and what you can order yeah. and what they sell, that sort of stuff. And we did a little bit of thing about him and the demerit badges. We talked about bacon and yeah, it was all good. So bacon post, always comes up. Bacon always comes up with Scott. Uh, so we just po posted that vlog on, it's a half hour video, but it covers a lot of stuff. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's getting like all of a sudden our, uh, subscriptions on YouTube went from like, uh, like none to yeah. like pfft, right yeah. up there. So yeah. yeah, that's cool. So yeah, we're going to, we're going to, like I say, we'd, we'd mentioned, we're going to start making more of a presence. And I'm going to, I've, I did a video a few years back of Woodland Caribou. We yes. did a, we did a trip and through. And you presented that trip at the Kitchener Waterloo Canoe Symposium. Yeah. Uh, the third year, third, I think fourth it Fourth year? It was either second or third. I'm sure it was the third yeah? year. Okay. Um, it was David it was, Bain just posted all of the, uh, from the day one, of the yeah. list of all the presenters. And I was yeah. looking for you on that list. Yes. And uh, actually I, po I presented that just before Dave Hadfield. Dave Hadfield would be the brother of Chris Hadfield, yes. the astronaut. Yes. And, uh, he, yeah, he, he does, he plays guitar and sings yep. and stuff like that as well. So he was, he was singing some of their songs and whatnot. So, um, yeah, I was his opening act. <laughs> 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 but anyway, I had, I had, I had made a film about, uh, or a video about, um, Woodland Caribou. So I'm going to, I'm going to, 
probably this weekend or something. I'll, I'll put that up on our YouTube channel as well. Yeah. It's yeah. a couple of years old, but, uh, yeah. you know, you get a little look worthy. and yeah, you see, you see like the burned out areas and mm-hmm. the float plane and flying be more burnout areas now. Oh, like, here's what a, it looks yeah, like now. Yeah. Because what was it? Three years ago, there was another huge fire. Well, even this last year, two years, last was year, it last year, last, it was last year, year. Yeah. like not the summer that just passed. So 2017. Yeah. There was massive fires mm-hmm. up there. Yeah. So it's, yeah. Yeah something to see now yeah yeah i remember going through there and you're carrying your portage and you're stepping over all this stuff i mean we've spent like two days going through a burned out area yeah and just all your gear your canoe your your clothes your arm any any exposed skin yeah is just covered with black mm-hmm. because you're going through all this stuff and uh yeah it's it's hard to see but you know, it, it's the the area we went through was uh, lightning strikes. It started. Oh, fire. okay. You know, it's so it's it's not a man made thing. Yeah. It's a natural thing, which is one thing. But uh, so that was that was kind of cool. So yeah, I'll post that up. So yeah, check out our YouTube channel as well, Paddling Adventures Radio YouTube channel. Two new Facebook things I want to chat about: uh, Canoe Inn, our friend Sarah and her daughter Sophia. They've decided to start blogging their yes, adventures. Yes, And, you know, people that they meet through the outdoor community and stuff like that, they figure it's because they're going out all the time. They figure, you know what, they're going to start looking all that sort of stuff and uh, and uh, start blogging about it. And we'll, So check out Canoe In. It's their new Facebook page. And uh, check out their blogs and stuff like that. And the other one I want to talk about, and we'll take a commercial in a second here, uh, Veteran Outdoor Adventures. Oh, yeah, He's yes. down in yeah. Oregon. Yeah. Uh, this came across. And I saw it because he's looking for Instagram uh, people to to uh, follow and yeah. follow him sort of stuff, get the word out there. And Veteran Outdoor Adventures, to motivate and inspire other veterans from all services and eras to get outside and live life to its fullest. There's lots of photos of videos of rafting and first responder stuff because yes. they're into all that as yeah. well, right? And yeah, so it's out of, out of Oregon and uh, whatnot, and a lot of rafting stuff. The Rogue River uh, seems to be a big spot for them. So so yeah, check check Canoe In and Veteran Outdoor Adventures on Facebook. Give them a follow and uh, see what they have. And uh, on that note, let's take a quick break here, and we're going to come back and uh, well, got a couple other things to talk about. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dark Sparst. You're listening to Paddling Adventures Radio. If you like what you've been hearing, you can find out more by checking us out at paddlingadventuresradio.com, as well as on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter. You can find all of our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, and the episode page for our website, where all our podcasts are available for download or streaming. We love to hear from our listeners, so if you have a suggestion for the show or want to let us know how we're doing, please drop us a line. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Welcome back. That was the dulcet tones of Derek doing a <laughs> commercial. <laughs> uh, what do we got here, Derek? Let's, uh, we're all over the board here today. Uh, canoe tripping in Mexico. Yes. So I was looking at a couple things and I'm thinking I want to go canoe tripping just because we did that. Remember we did that one episode ages ago that uh, I said, you have all of North America to go canoe tripping. Yes. Where would you go? And oh, we planned yeah, our, yeah, yeah. was it a month, 30 day trip? Yep. 
And money no, was no option. All expenses, no all expenses, yeah. and all that sort of. And you stayed pretty much in Canada and a couple spots in yeah. in the states. I went down through this big route through Mexico and everything. Yes, but the route I took in Mexico was all whitewater stuff. Okay, and uh, I mean the the route I found was like I say some big whitewater, which I I'm not into. Uh, there was Aztec ruins in the jungle that you find. There's these massive waterfalls that you got to portage mm-hmm. down. There's monkeys. There's and some amazing and... whitewater trips to do down Mexico. Oh, huge, huge! But you know, white. Like I say, unfortunately, whitewater is not really my cup of tea. And so I've been, but I've been thinking. Where uh, we have friends that have a, a resort in Puerto Vallarta, so I even said her, uh, texted her, and said, like, if you can touch base with anybody, let me know." Does anybody do any canoe tripping down there? Because mm-hmm. when you go on the internet, everything's kayaking either the ocean or the Gulf, depending on what side of the, the country you're on sort of thing. Yeah. But he can't really nail down anything with just like flat water paddling. No, it's... Or even with some rapids that you can portage around, portage around that yeah. sort of thing. Everything is, is either ocean, Gulf, or... Or whitewater river trips. Yeah, and I haven't found I like uh, earlier when we discussed this topic. I uh, I emailed Susan Vogel, saying a friend of mine, and uh, as I'm waiting, <laughs> she hasn't got back to me yet. But she did a whitewater trip eight years ago down in Mexico. She just she just on a lark. She just went down and did this huge whitewater kayaking trip. Uh, she went with a uh, a tour operator and and. So I'm trying to find out from her if what else she found out from her research. There, there's got to be some interior, flat yeah. water, easy water, something, just because it's. Uh, well, my friend in 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 Puerto Vallarta, she says a lot of people don't do it in this area because crocodiles. Oh, well, that's what I said. <laughs> cro- cro- crocodile? What? I hadn't yeah. thought about that. Yeah. Well, I, didn't I think it, but... of uh, of like other continents or Florida. Yeah. Like Egypt or Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the Nile crocodile. I suppose it makes sense. Yeah, they got to be down there and snakes yeah. and bugs. and. But we're talking freshwater, like in the rivers in Mexico. Like I yeah. suppose coastal, there'd be... Crocodiles and stuff. But freshwater? I don't know. Freshwater crocodile? Caimans and huh. stuff yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah. You know, there's going to be stuff that tries to kill you. Anyway, yeah. that's why I sort of uh, just, you know, checking out different, different yeah. places to... Uh, go canoe tripping. Yep. You know, just something different, you know. Yeah. And uh, so, I, oh, you know what? Like, everybody wants to go to Mexico, but I wonder if, because, see, I'm thinking killing two birds with one stone, because <laughs> this is the way I think. Yeah. If I take a buddy, and my buddy and I take our wives, yeah, then we set them up at the resort. Yeah. And then we go canoe tripping for set them up. They four get to or five sit on days. The beach for a couple yeah, of days. Sipping margaritas, but... watching the cabana yeah. boys go by, whatever. Yeah. Meanwhile, we're having the time of our lives dodging crocodiles apparently and <laughs> snakes and white water, yeah. monkeys throwing poop yeah. at us and parrots and Aztec ruins and Touring agave farms. Yeah, agave farms. Yeah. <laughs> oh, tequila and all. Yeah. Oh, it'd be great. Woohoo. Uh, yeah, so I just uh, got got that, and I'm trying to look at some stuff. And I mean, there's a lot of uh, rivers there, but you start looking at the rivers and Google Maps and all that, and you start checking them out, and it's like, yeah, yeah it's all white water. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested in finding out if there's any nice flat water, long distance river trail. Like I said, I don't mind doing some white water, like portaging mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But 
some of these rivers, it just looks like it's, it's so much white water that yeah, you might as well just not even bother. And and when you think about it, like if you're trying to plan a, a, a trip like this, I wouldn't be comfortable planning a coastal trip like Baja Peninsula or mm-hmm. something like by not sea in kayak. A canoe. Well, no, not by canoe. It'd be sea kayak, but still, it's like the the exposure would be. Well, there's it, a lot of people that do it. I know there are, and I suppose the 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 weather is kind of temperate and and predictable enough that you could plan a trip but Mm -hmm. me being used to like paddling on coastal east coast west coast canada it's like a storm comes in and you could be windbound for like a day or two and yeah and you're pooched right or or with the tides and this that the other thing and so it's it's one of those things that you have to change your mindset if you want to plan a coastal trip down in like uh, mexico paja Baja you just go to Mexico and get hammered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get hammered. We're not going canoe. We're just yeah. going down there. And, okay. Yeah. We'll just tell people we went on a canoe trip. Yeah. Yeah. It was a 10 day canoe trip. It was, we yeah. got windbound for 10 days <laughs> <laughs> at a resort <laughs> with, with, with a tequila fountain. So anyway, that was my, uh, that's one thing I was, I was Googling this mm-hmm. week is, uh, canoe tripping in Mexico and I can't seem to find anything uh, about canoe tripping in Mexico. So if any of our listeners know anything about canoe tripping in Mexico, yeah, please drop us a line. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know. Well, canoeing is a very northern North America thing, right? Oh yeah. Like northern US. Well, there's Canada. a lot of places you, you you oh, look, it says canoeing and it's a kayak. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh. It's not canoeing. That's kayaking. <laughs> so, but there, there is a couple of spots I did see in Mexico that do rent out canoes. Mm-hmm. Yes. But it's usually for like little like half day trips or something. Yeah. Like you're that, not talking so. anything serious. Yeah. No. So that'd be interesting to find out. So let's talk Christmas. It's coming up soon. It is. So there so is. So we're two, three, three weeks away. away? Yeah. Three weeks, something like that. Uh, when do you, yeah, three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah, just three weeks. Yeah. Just under three weeks, yeah. Three weeks away from Christmas. <laughs> My favorite time of the year. You got that sarcasm, right? <laughs> I got it, yeah. <laughs> Baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, what do we got here? Oh, you know what? This is one of the big things is when we were at the uh, the, the winter camping symposium. Okay. We were looking at the Boreal Mountain Anoraks, the the wool ones, the $400. Yeah. And I'm at the point in my life right now where the stuff I want, no one's going to buy for me. Yes, exactly. You know, it's if I'm getting it, it's a group gift mm-hmm. from like 50 people. Exactly. <laughs> and and that's kind of thing you got to start planning for. Like yeah. there's a few things I thought about this year. It's like family wants to buy something for me. It's like, no, make me something, make me something. And... And yeah, get out in the garage, build me a cedar strip canoe, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Go shear some sheep, make it into wool, and make me an anorak. That would be awesome. Wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Brush the cats. <laughs> Collect cat fur a for cat a year. A cat hair coat. Uh, that, that's interesting. That's my, well, this is my winter camping cat hair coat. <laughs> <laughs> So the ideas. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, you, you want them to make you something, but yep. it gets to a point where the stuff that you now want or yes. can use yes. is not purchasable. 
yeah. by one person. No. Unless your one friend is like Bill Gates yeah. or... So yeah. if, if somebody's hard to buy for, if somebody is like, oh, this person has everything, this person, I don't want to do, yada, yada, yada. Well, we have Gang an idea. together. We have an idea for you. Yeah. Yeah. Madawaska Canoe Center. Yes. And I mean, we're, we're using this as an example because this is somebody we know, uh, you know, a company we know. Derek, you've taken, yep. you know, uh, some of their courses there. Um, but, uh, you know, like different areas are around across Canada and the United States and that have places exactly like this. So the Matawaska, Matawaska Canoe Center, owl-mkc.ca slash mkc, they have different, you can, you can buy these in, in advance, different courses. Yes. Uh, they have, a, and three of their most popular ones are the One Day Zero to Hero, there's the Weekend Whitewater, and the Five Day Whitewater. Yes. So I know I've listed these backwards, but so the zero to hero, mm-hmm. if you're just starting on flat water, uh, they cover the foundation of moving water. Yep. So not, not too bad. You get together on, on, there's some current in the river, that sort of stuff. You get comfortable. Then you put it all together. And then in the afternoon you start running class one and two sets of rapids. It's a perfect whitewater sample, um, you know, to get you introduced into it to see if you like it or not. And if you've never paddled a boat before, uh, or, or you've, you know, like I say, just a beginner, this is perfect. You know, if, if you're not sure about white water, the zero to hero day is perfect for you. So then if you're like, oh, well, that's for me. And like I say, if you, if somebody on your Christmas list is, oh, you know what? They're into paddling. They've gotten into it. They've talked about stuff yes. like, yep. let's, let's, let's hook them up with something like this. Then there's the weekend whitewater course, and this is a whole weekend deal. And it's, you're learning the basic strokes, boat control on flat water, and then that's applied to the the current. Yes. You know, when when you add a current to what you've learning, as you know, yeah. a, an easy current, you do that, and then by the end of day two, you're having you know you're zipping up and down class two rapids and all that sort of stuff. And these are people who are experienced flat water paddlers and whatnot, but are new to white water, mm-hmm. you know? So this is something, I mean, this would be for something like me. That's like, I'm not really into white water, but this would give me a good start to do white water. Oh, absolutely. Right. Cause how long did you guys go for? So I've done two of these courses that you're talking about here. So we did the weekend whitewater, but we also arranged for an extended weekend whitewater. So the normal okay. weekend whitewater is a two-day course. We, uh, Martin Garster, when he set up and planned the thing, he uh, he he organized for a three-day weekend. Oh, so that was like the zero to hero plus the whitewater weekend. Yeah. Basically. So so we did, we set up that special course. And as well, like years ago, I did a the five-day whitewater kayaking course. So I was up there for a whole week. Right. And I did the five day course. We ended up at the end of the week, you end up running down the Ottawa river. And so, okay. so I've done both. I've done two of these courses that we're talking about here for, for popular gifts. Right. So, I mean, like I say, it was new people who have no ideas of zero to hero yep. for people that are like, you know what, I've, I've been canoe tripping for years or whatever, or, you know, for a while now. And I'm thinking, you know, I want to get some new stuff. Let me, I'm interested in whitewater. 
let me get into this for a weekend. Yeah. That's the the weekend weight water. Mm-hmm. And then if you're like, you know what? I'm enjoying this. I'm going to get serious. Their, their third yeah. most popular is the five-day white water yeah. trip. And the... You're looking at a, a few hundred bucks for these courses. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say this isn't something you're, you're just going to go out, you know, unless yeah. you've got money coming out your wazoo, yeah. you know, if, if you want to get together with, you know, your family, you know, five or six people say, you know what, let's go get him or her this, this package. Yes. And then you can send them up there and say, yeah, you know what, it's paid for or, you know, mostly paid for whatever you throw mm-hmm. money at it, that sort of thing. Uh, the five day to w- day whitewater is five days of river education in your choice of canoe or kayak. The instructors are experienced outdoor leaders with a passion for teaching, paddling, sharing their love on the river with you. Yep. The five day course are ideal for all skill level levels, beginner to advanced. They divide paddlers into small groups based on skill level the first day of the course to ensure the learning progression will suit your needs. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. So they know, uh, you know, they're they're asking you how long you've been paddling. Yes. What kind of paddling do you do? Would you consider yourself a beginner, intermediate, yeah. experienced, that sort of stuff? And then they they base it on, you know, you're putting a group with because you don't want to be guy that's been paddling for 500 years and put <laughs> putting a canoe with yeah, somebody that's, that's that's just you know yeah. paddling with the and, paddle upside down. And I went through that process. It was. Uh, there was a large group of us and a bunch of us, there are a few of the people branched off. And I, as I recall, there was a, a group of four that branched off as they had more experience and they, we only saw them at like lunch and, and supper and stuff like that. Right. There was a couple of days at the end of the week, we all, everybody gathered together, did the Ottawa river, but uh, they gathered skill sets together. They compared skill sets and who did what I was a, I was a complete beginner. I'd been in a whitewater kayak like once or twice just for fun. We rented it and went out. So I was a total beginner and, and, uh, so they put me through the ropes and it, it was interesting to see everybody else progress. And I met people from, uh, on my course, I was on with, uh, there was a couple girls from Toronto. There was a husband and wife pair from, from Australia. And uh, she was a, uh, she was a, like a, I don't know what you call it, like a natural national parks naturalist or something okay. for Australia, and so it was it was interesting the the perspectives of people, right? We had uh, we had it, and it's what's also interesting is the instructors are the diverse group. Like there was uh, quite a few people from Australia and Canada and U.S. and there's people uh, instructors from New Zealand, and it, it's interesting all the different accents. You like at supper time, like the, everybody gathers together, and it's like an international group of people. It's not like just a bunch of people no. from downtown Toronto. No, no, no. It's, there. it's it's really interesting. It's yeah. uh, it the diversity of people from coming all over from the whole planet, all gathering at MKC and the stories and the, the things that you learn, even outside of the course. It's so interesting. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. Yeah. They have a huge, uh, like a beach volleyball court. We would play in the afternoons. It's a good time. So if you want to buy somebody a course, it is a good week. It is a really good week. Well, uh, sometimes at Christmas time, <laughs> you sit there and say, you know what? We're going to get a family gift. Something the whole exactly. family can use. And well, there. funny, they have <laughs> a family weekend. Yes. So it's your whole family, and you take your what's this? Take your weekend family getaway to the next level and sign up for the MKC family program. 
It's an opportunity for the family to get their feet wet in their choice of kayak or canoe while enjoying time in nature as a family. These weekend features uh, kid-focused kayak courses, kids paddling with kids while adults kayak with adults, or family-focused canoe courses, parents paddling with their kids, which is kind of cool because, I mean, if, if you got four, you know, two adults, two kids, like we do, yeah, then, you know, dad and one of the kids, mom and one of the kids yep. in, in two separate canoes, mm-hmm. all learning. Because then you can go down on family canoe trips doing yes. that sort of thing, right? Families with kids age 10 and older, that's the only kicker here. Uh, weekend courses are perfect for the great introduction to whitewater. Experienced flatwater paddlers are also very welcome. So again, it's based on, it's not based on, mm-hmm. you got to be super de duper de know every paddle stroke, yep. know how to do this, that, and the other thing is beginners. It's the, the, and that's what I like about MKC is they take your skill levels and say, you know what? Okay. This is your skill level. Here's what we're going to teach you to get you to do this. Mm-hmm. And you learn it. You, you take the weekend, you learn it and yeah. everybody has a great time. And what's great about courses like this, especially for like family courses is it's, it's an opportunity to get out and do something different with your family, with your kids, and, and enjoy your time away. And if anybody can, I'm sure that a lot of people can relate, is uh, I find that uh, it doesn't matter how much experience I have, dad's advice or dad's instruction is not good enough. I've, I've gone to ski hills and have, I, I've, my wife, I've, got her instruction lessons for like skiing for example she would not listen to me but as soon as a stranger tells her to do something and i find funny i sit back and it's like oh so he can tell you what i was telling you but my children (laughs) are much much older than your children and i will tell you this in their eyes dads do nothing but lie to you yeah, exactly doesn't matter exactly. what comes out their mouth it is a complete and utter yeah. lie it's like i can s- point at the sky and say that is black dad you're a liar mr stranger guy i've never met before what color is this guy black i know it's black <laughs> and, and that's so true like uh with with uh stella and beckett like we we've been giving them ski lessons and stuff in the winter and and it's like they will not listen to me there. And I think it's, they get their back up or who knows what they just, they don't trust you. Right. But as soon as a stranger tells them, it's like, it's gospel. Yeah. Yep. Strangers are like the internet. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Dad is like the drunk uncle. No one wants to pay attention to. That's precisely oh, it. how the mighty have fallen. So, but so that what, bringing this back to MKC is it's a very experienced, diverse group of people who can teach you and your family how to enjoy backcountry travel, tripping, paddling, proper paddle strokes and how to handle a a, a watercraft. It's, it's a fantastic way to just get out and experience something different and like group play or Mm -hmm. group pay. It's, it's, it's a fantastic opportunity. Well, if you're looking to get your family out, for oh, yeah. more outings, yeah. this is a perfect way to get yeah. it. And like I said, like like I say, the main thing with this is, is these courses. If you want to send somebody on this for you know, it's a Christmas gift. Yeah. it's perfect. Yeah, because like I say, and, I, and 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 I said at the beginning here, I'm one of those people now that I look at what do I what do I want, what do I need. Yeah, is not something that you're gonna buy me for Christmas. Yeah. You know, my daughter's not going to say, hey, yeah, here's $500. I'll go buy you that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, okay, well, I'll get 
aunt and uncle and mom and brother yeah. and grandma and grandma and grandpa and and we'll all pitch in 50 yeah. bucks and oh look there's 500 bucks for you yeah go do that exactly you know and you put in the card or whatever and say hey this is for you know this course or, or yeah or and you don't like even that, have is, to designate a specific course you just have to give them the gift certificate and mkc yeah. will say what do you want to do? do tell us what and you want to do perfect what would you that. like to learn so check out that and i mean like i said we use as i said madawaska canoe center because we know them uh we've taken courses there and and they're in our area but check out people different organizations in your area yes so many people do this yeah. sort of thing yeah you know and it, it makes a great gift it, People don't really think about that. No. I mean, it's winter. Yeah. You're you know, not like, really, oh, I'm not thinking about that. And then, you're not then really come spring, you're ahead. thinking, oh, oh, man, I got this gift. <laughs> I'm I'm checking what they yeah. got. Now I'm all yeah. excited. And, da, 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 da. and you sign yourself up. And then comes come spring, early summer, you're on the water, you're learning, and you're thinking, this yeah. was an awesome Christmas And what's present. amazing, and I, I'm sure MKC is not the only one, is uh, when you do a course with a lot of these outfitters or with a lot of these... Uh, these uh, groups, like for example, MKC, like f- for them, they have, uh, you can, there's different levels of what you can pay to stay on site and for meal plans and right. whatever. So you could camp in your own tent. They have about, uh, I think they have about 10 or 15 different campsites you can camp in, make your own meals, do whatever. But what I did when I went, I uh, I did the group meal plan. I I joined in the group. It, what's it's uh, you get more involved and there's a lot more discussion, a lot more. It's a lot funner to join the groups for supper and the food they have is amazing. Like the chefs on on staff and it's a, it's a great opportunity to uh, really get into the culture of paddling. It is. It really is. So think about that when you're uh, checking out some Christmas gifts for those hard to buy people. Yes. Another Christmas gift. We've been hearing a lot about this. Just <laughs> Scott from Man Camping has yeah. been, been uh, talking about these Army Tech flashlights and headlamps. Yes. So when Scott and I did the Moose River uh, trip this fall up to Moose and up in the, the James Bay there, I had my headlamp and he had his a couple of these headlamps and and uh, my headlamp happened to crap out. Okay. Which I'm thinking, ah, you got to be kidding. So he passed <laughs> me one timing. of these uh, Army Tech Wizard Pro multi-flashlights. 2300 LED lumens. All these different <laughs> settings and stuff like that. Uh, wow. Unbelievable. So Scott has mancamping.ca. Yes. We have another friend paddle in, Matt. Yeah, Matt Olson. And the two of them have combined to start Revelry Outdoor Equipment Company. Yes. And they're going to, I think, as I understand it, they're going to, they're gearing themselves up to supply suppliers. Supply suppliers. Yes. These Army Tech flashlight headlamps, Wizard Pro, are one of them. Mm-hmm. One of the items that they're they're looking at. If you're looking for... An the, all around the ultimate. the ultimate headlamp. Yeah, this is it. This thing has it all. Yeah, so I get it. go to go to mancamping.ca and you'll see it. But I've I picked one up at the uh, outdoor, uh, the the winter sorry the winter camping yeah. symposium uh, because I used one of these on the Moose River. Mm-hmm. Scott lent me his. This. One I have is the bright one. There is a bright, there's a, the bright white and there's the cool. So there's the, there's the white 
white light, which yeah. is 2300 lumens. Which and, you can see from space. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then there's the uh, the warm light. So warm it's, light. it's a it. bit of a yellower, browner yeah. light, but it's uh, 2150 lumens, which is still super still, bright. Yeah. So it, it's, uh, they're, they're, they cast enough light. There's enough settings that you could have it on low and it, it it's like a regular high powered headlamp. Yeah. Or you can go to like the Bionic Man's Super duperty, <laughs> blind the bear that's about yes. to attack you. Yeah. Right. Um, I picked this one up. I haven't used it outdoors yet. I haven't had a chance to take it out on a trip or anything yet. But I was barbecuing the other night. Oh, okay. And of course, you know, by the time you're barbecuing yeah. home from work and all that is pitch black. Yeah. So I put this on. Now this goes up seven different levels of, yes. of brightness. Yeah. I put this on four. And it was like lighting up my backyard. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, you'd swear it was daylight yeah. in my barbecue. <laughs> you know, I didn't even need to get close to seven. Yeah. You know, I still had five, six, seven to go. And yeah, so I, I could barbecue with this thing, mm-hmm. no problems. And yeah, really handy dandy. Oh, oh, oh it's oh, stuck it's, to the <laughs> microphone. <laughs> yeah. There, there's a little uh, magnet on the end. Yeah. So yeah, it sticks to the microphone stand. Yeah. So it, it's uh, mountable. It's yeah. magnetically mountable to anything, right? Yeah. So, so you got the headband and it actually, the flashlight actually comes out of the headband. Off. There's a little uh, clip on it that you can put on your belt. Yeah. There's a magnet on the end that you can stick it on a wall, mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. Or like I like to use it as a headlamp. Yes. Oh, it's handy. Like I, uh, I, I used it myself for barbecuing this week when John was up, we, uh, he, picked up some Costco steaks and we had a big barbecue and I, I was cooking by headlamp and uh, the next night I was uh, uh, well I was doing yard work I had the last leaf collection of the year so I was out at like seven or eight o'clock at night raking the yard trying to get with the a headlamp last, on with a headlamp on and awesome. it, it's amazing like I didn't even have it on high power and it was like lighting up the whole yard yeah so go to mancamping.ca and uh, check out these wizard pro multi flashlights uh, like it's tw- like I said, I got the the white light, twenty three hundred lumens. There's all these different settings yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, highly submersible, constant brightness, comfortable wide beam to yeah. like a hundred feet or something. Yeah, if you can hold your breath that long, <laughs> so you, so you can see the shark that's going to so eat you. So at the outdoor the, the outdoor winter camping symposium, I bought the warm light one, and I liked it so much that uh, two days ago I ordered from scott the white light one so now i have one of each the, the, it came today i was playing with it tonight so uh so now i have two of these suckers this is supposed to last uh multi-state indication an ultra low current drain of in off state for 25 years yeah so apparently if you leave this off 25 years from now you should be able to turn it back on uh, uh, you're counting a lot on the battery i think there but yeah uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> And, but what oh, he's saying yeah. is that there's no power draw, there's no trickle drain, yeah. whatever that vampire drain of a battery and a flashlight. So it's, uh, I like it. I, I, I definitely really, really, really liked it. I'm glad he had an extra one on the, the Moose River trip. And <laughs> that, that sold me just using yeah. it there. Absolutely sold me. And I'll tell you one more thing is, uh, I was experimenting with the warm light one and I'm going to experiment more with a white light one, but, uh, I, I posted to Scott, I sent him the video. I, because it's waterproof, I stuck it in a, in a coffee cup. I filled it with water. I set a timer and I set a thermometer. And, uh, 
So I, I, I ran out of time. I ran out of battery power, but, uh, I managed to get the temperature up from about 18 degrees all the way up to 40 degrees before the battery died on my phone. So I'm going to experiment more, but I'm going to make tea with this flashlight. <laughs> if you put the, the white one yeah. all the way up to seven yeah. and you leave it on there, yeah. light energy equals heat. Yeah. Regardless, right? Yeah. And if, if you don't notice it when it's on the headlamp or something like that, but you're going for like a, a while. Yeah. That will heat up. It gets hot. It gets hot. So you do have to watch out for that. But you, you're you never going to realistically need it up at the, no, the seventh level No, for short setting. periods of time on the maximum setting. Because it's way yeah. too bright for actually regular constant usage. Yeah. It's You don't need that kind of brightness unless you're trying to land If airplanes. you want to see the moose across the yeah. lake. Or if you're trying to land an airplane or... Yeah, yeah. You, know, <laughs> you know, wave to the guys in the space shuttle or the, the Mir space station. Yeah. Hey, guys! You know, the old International Space Station there. Then then that's what you want to use. So. And Scott, even like uh, I complained and a couple of people complained, oh, this sucker gets really hot. So he actually put out a cautionary YouTube video saying, hey, guys. <laughs> yeah, just so you know. <laughs> 2300 lumens comes yeah. with a lot of heat. I have a nice burn hole in my sleeping bag i melted a hole in my uh, jacket yeah <laughs> yeah you don't think about it yeah. so you, you just oh yeah put it on there and just throw it in your pocket and you're like oh hello yeah so so there's a safety setting where you just turn the end cap one quarter turn and it won't come on it can't come on yeah so i learned that pretty quick oh well, that's what that safety setting's for <laughs> right and when you click it off if you have it on setting four yeah and you click it off the next time you put that on, you click it on. It goes back to four. Right this four. Yeah. Which is cool. Previous so. setting. So check out mancamping.ca and check out the Wizard Pro multi-flashlight headlamp thing. Perfect. The other thing, uh, last thing we got here for our Christmas list, KIHD products. Home oh, yes, of the KIHD yes. stove. Is that be kid? K-I-H-D, kid. I guess. Yeah. Only collapsible wood-burning camp stove you'll ever need. We saw these again. I've seen these around for the last few years now. Yeah, stick stoves. Just little little twig stoves, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it has four sides that you stick together, little couple pieces that you put it together at the top to make a plus sign, and that holds it all together. You throw the sticks in the side and that sort of stuff, and they really heat up nicely. Uh, I, I've... Looked at a couple of these, and again, these are, are ones that a couple of people might want to get together and get a. They're they're really decent stoves, but they have a bit of a price tag. The, the yes. tungs, tungsten. No, not no. Tungsten. I, the think, other T I think one? titanium. 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 That starts with a T. I know that. <laughs> um, tungsten would be uh, super expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Eight million dollars, or you can get the titanium yeah. level for about one hundred and fifty, whatever, yeah. hundred sixty, whatever it was. Uh, yeah, this, again, this is one of those items that, you know what, you, you, you're not going to go buy for yourself and one person isn't going to buy you as a gift. But yeah. if you're looking, you know, somebody that wants something and no one knows what to get them. Yeah. A couple of gang up on that baby and it, it's all yours. Uh, you can go to, do, 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 kihdproducts.com and check out these stoves. They're pretty lightweight, especially the titanium one. Really lightweight, really compact, and they're uh, pretty decent to have in your pack, that's for sure. So check those out. So those are some Christmas ideas if you're looking and uh, checking uh, things out. 
Another thing I forgot to mention uh, when I was talking about uh, Canoe Inn and Veteran Outdoors Adventures, the new Sarah is going to be, we're heading down to the Quiet Water Symposium in yes. March. And Sarah's going to come down. So if anybody wants to meet Sarah from Canoe Inn, blogging, doing her blog thing there, she'll, she's supposed to be coming down with us. And so is Camper Christina. Camper yes. Christina is supposed to be speaking this year mm-hmm. at uh, the Quiet Water yep. Symposium. And so she, she's uh, going to be, uh, we're going to do the big carpool thing, yep. you know, do the energy saving, mm-hmm. money saving, gas saving thing. So we're going to all jump inside my truck and <laughs> head on down. And I found, cause I stopped last year for uh barbecue on the way home. And oh, I, found, I want to do that. We got to do that. Well, that place closed. No way. Alan Drummond from Kingdom Outdoor Products has told me it closed. Because he was down there did and they went. Did you find us an alternate? No, I did. Ah. I was watching Guy Fieri's oh. <laughs> Diners, Drive-Ins and Dives. Yeah. And they said, I'm going to this barbecue place in Lansing, Michigan. Oh, it's called Meat. <laughs> Get right to the point. <laughs> meat. <laughs> Barbecued meat. Yeah. So we're. I think we're going to have to check that bad boy out and get some barbecue when we're down there. Awesome. Hopefully it's good as, hopefully it's better than the other place because <laughs> that other place was pretty good. Yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Well, you bragged about it for the longest time. Yeah, I'm still bragging about it. Too bad. <laughs> I don't know how they've closed. Yeah, if they're so. Don't know how they closed. Hmm. They needed to be close to a bigger city maybe because it was a small town. That oh yeah. You had to get off the highway and drive. Oh, okay. 10, 15 to get to yeah. it. But it was worth the drive. Location, sure. location, location. Yep. I, I That's the only thing I can think of, so. And, oh, I don't even know how to pronounce this name. Fax? Fax, F-A-X-E, Brewery, Denmark. That's what we're drinking this week. Quality extra strong beer at 10%. Oops. Yes. And quality lager beer at 5%. Uh, yeah, I hit the beer store this weekend and I figured, you know what? Try something new, something Try different. Try something new. So I'm providing the beer this week and I've picked up. It's got to be fa- fax, faxe. Yeah, I don't know. F-A-X-E from Denmark. There's a Viking on the front, so that's why I bought it. <laughs> well, it's next, actually quite good. Next week I'm bringing the, there's a new microbrew open in April in Boneville. I'm going to be bringing some of theirs next week. It opened in April? Yeah. Not next April. No, last April. <laughs> okay. What's the, what's the place? It was, uh, there was one I told you this down by the old Bobby C's. Oh, okay. Yeah. So bring that next week yeah. and we'll, we'll try that one. So yeah. that means I got six beers upstairs. I'm going to drink this week by myself. <laughs> That's awesome. Thanks buddy. Perfect. Yeah. I know I kept you around for a reason. I'm here for you. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> and so, yeah. So that's it, man. Let's see. We talked about my sick dog. We talked about s'mores. We talked about dog poop. We talked about the film festival in March. <laughs> nice recap. Be alive with the Baird brothers, man camping, revelry outdoor. We talked about our YouTube channel, canoe in veteran outdoors adventures. Check them out. They got a lot of videos about rafting and uh, like I said, they're inspiring other veterans to you know, a lot of, with the PTSD stuff, get, let's get out and get, get active and, and see if we can get ourselves better sort of thing. Uh, check them out. And, uh, yeah, our Christmas, uh, gift ideas for, you know, not your regular old, I'm just going to go buy you a something cheap thing. Yeah. These are ones you want to gang up with people and get somebody that's really into paddling, uh, some of these gifts. And I think that's about it. 
So if you want to find out more about us, you can find us at paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Player FM, and Google Play. And you can also listen to us on the paddlingadventuresradio.com episode page. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. Man, we're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I got to need cue cards to remember all this. So check us out on all our social media stuff. Uh, spread the word. Let people know who we are. We're getting a lot of people lately saying just found your your podcast yeah. and wish I found it we're sooner. We're being discovered. And we're slowly being discovered. And uh, yeah, I mean, we're 147 episodes now. And that's a lot for people to, to catch up on. So check us out on all those spots. Pass the word. We're around here. And uh, we will see you guys in the Quiet Water Symposium in March. We're... See you at the film festival in March. There's a lot of stuff happening. We in have March. to start doing announcements for upcoming shows. I know February. Yeah. February yeah. is when it all starts. Here we go. So, tis the season. We'll wait for show, Christmas to be show done. Season. And then, yeah. Then show right season. Right for Christmas. Showtime. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd like to thank and everybody for uh, what's that? What? It's what? Chronicle Brewing. Chronicle Brewing. Yeah. Okay. Brew. Brew. Brewing. Brewing. Yeah. Brewing. Alrighty. So thanks everybody for listening this week. I'm Sean Rowley. and I'm Derek Specht. We'll see you next time.